On today's Nobody's Listening podcast Zach talks about the time he told his childhood best friend that his breath smelled like bologna and honey mustard. What a messed up thing to do. Thank God nobody is listening. I'm Zach Powers. Welcome back to Nobody's Listening. Are we going with Nobody's Listening? I think so. What is this, episode five? We have to be pretty committed at this point. This is episode, technically this is episode three. Three? Holy yeah, shit. because I'm not counting that first one. That was yeah, that's ago. a good point. This is episode three. Let's fucking commit. I'm down to commit to it, dude. Okay, cool. Nobody's Listening? Nobody's Listening podcast. Nobody's, nobody listens to this podcast. Or do, what do we... I think that's too long, dude. Nobody's Listening? It's, it's like that scene from The Social Network with JT... Or he's like... The Facebook? Not the Facebook. Just Facebook. Yeah, okay. Nobody's Nobody, listening. It should be nobody's listening to Joey. You know, like the under... That's the under... Oh, the fucking, subtitle. The, the subtitles okay. to Joey Berthoff and Zach Powers. Okay. Nobody's... Li- that's... I think that's the way to go. Dude. All right, it's done. It's that's happened. That's fucking it. And we can't Fuck go yeah, back. Dude. Even if there's another there's another podcast called that, I don't care. Dude, I'm prepared to like... Act, I'll take legal action if any... The, so we got... You know, my buddy Dan is in law school. So really? Yeah. Can he handle a trial of this magnitude? Hell yeah, dude. He's hella smart, man. Really, dude. Yeah. That's And I can also pull Ted Bundy and represent us a little bit, too. Yeah, you make strong cases, dude. Yeah. No, I could make a strong case in court, dude. Yeah, you think so? I think I could be an evil lawyer. Oh, I think I could get yeah. murderers off. You th- I think I could, do, <laughs> you I think think I could so? be... Because I'm pretty good at arguing about shit that I don't actually care about. Yeah. So, like, I could... I could get, I could get, I provided got, you had no soul. Yeah, provided yeah. I didn't have a conscience, I could really fuck the world up. I think. Do you ever like feel bad that you'd be so good at something so evil and you're not evil? Uh man, you know, I feel like that's like, you know, the Van Gogh effect, right? Like Van Gogh went crazy because he was so good at art, but he was also like he loved God and thought that he was like possessed by the devil, which made him good at art. Oh, is that right? true? I think so. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's true. Pretty sure that's what drove him crazy, right? We cut off his ear, right? Didn't yeah. he mail to his girlfriend? Yeah. No, it was like a hooker, right? Oh, for real? He was like banging out some hooker back then, which is like crazy to think. What was he even al- alive, dude? What do you when mean? was Van Gogh alive? How Why? smart are we right now? When was Van Gogh alive? Renaissance? Like no, 1600s? dude. Van Gogh was alive in like the 1800s. Dude, I'm going to be honest with you. Not a smart guy. Me neither. Don't know but, a lot of stuff, okay, dude. I'm gonna Google it right now. Okay. Van Gogh. Take your guess. Take a All guess. Right, this is pop quiz. What was this his first e- segment? This pop is quiz. pop quiz. Okay. Here's what we got to do. Here's the pop quiz. Van Gogh. Um. When was he? When was he born? Or when was he born? And then I have to come within fifty years. You okay? I'll give you fifty years to come within when he was born. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. Sixteen fifty. Well, that's completely. You're two hundred years off. Fourteen fifty. Eighteen fifty three. What, dude? I'm telling you, this motherfucker was around recently. Oh, yeah. Wow. I thought he was like a Rembrandt. Dude, while type. we were fucking around the Wild West, he was out there painting Starry See, Night. I thought he was cutting pre- his fucking ear off. 
No, dude. dude, he was recent. Isn't that crazy to find out some of these crazy people sometimes are like recent? Yeah, because to us, it's just like the dead. Might yeah, as well be dead. Jesus Christ. Dead is dead, right? Yeah, dude. Wow. Well, I failed the pop quiz, man. You did, but either way, oh, all I'm, I'm saying is if I could... So, let's go real quick. What can I do? Run a Papa John's franchise. Okay. Be a great lawyer. Right. I don't know. What's after president? After that, if you can do both of those things. I would argue that being like a great trial lawyer for yeah, like actual criminals is more difficult than being president, I would say. Dude, I feel like lawyers don't... Have you ever noticed that like the most famous lawyers the ones the lawyers with the most notoriety are are the ones defending the guilty because it takes you got to be way better that's the whole thing is like they're they're saying i don't give a fuck if he's guilty or innocent but look how good at being a lawyer i am that i got oj simpson out of a murder charge murder one Dude, that's what's crazy. Also, is the judge that was like, ah, fuck, I know he did it, but well, judge can't. I mean, judge is like, hey, jury, what do you, what do you think? And then they could be like, guilty, innocent. And then he's like, all right, this is the sentence. He didn't even have a chance, dude, or she, probably he. But like, that's the thing, man. You got to be a good ass lawyer to get OJ off. So that's what I'm saying. That the the dark lawyers. The ones who are on the dark side. They just want to challenge. Evil. They want to challenge. They're like, and oh, this guy, there is no, there's tons of evidence that he did it. I'm going to go for it and yeah. prove the 20 people, what, 12 people? Fuck if I know that. I think it's 12. He potentially, that you could say that there's no. All he had. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All he had to do was create a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, dude. That's all your job is as a, a, as the, a dark lawyer. Yes. On That's the dark side. Cool. Do you ever think, do you ever wonder if they're like talking to OJ? Like, all right, so level with me. You murdered. You won. No, dude, I feel like they don't. I feel like it's the opposite where right. they get in there the first time and OJ's like, all right, man, here's what I got to tell you. They're like, nope. Yep. I don't want to know anything about it. That's what they say. I want to know what we're dealing with right now, dude. Because it is, I think it is a crime. Because whenever you watch it on TV, they're always like, they're, they want to tell you the side of the story and they're like, listen. I'm going to tell you your side of the story. Yeah. This is what they have against you. This is what I can prove. Yeah. This is it. I don't want it. Cause it's like whatever plausible deniability. If mm-hmm. you know your, your client is, is guilty, then you, I think it's, I think it's like you're an accessory or something. Well, I have no have idea what like, I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. Me neither. Yeah. Me neither. But you can't have a scenario. Well, I don't know, man. I don't know how it works. How yeah. could you ever prove that you know? Like, you basically would have to prove that the, the defendant confessed to killing to the lawyer. And right. then in that case, does the lawyer have an obligation to tell the police? Like, if during the course of a trial, what if, like, the night before OJ was sentenced, he went up to Johnny Cochran and he's like, hey, dog, I fucking did that, dude. I did it. Then... I don't know what the protocol is in that situation. That's what I'm saying. Does a lawyer have a responsibility to tell the jury or the judge that they confessed? Do you think that's ever happened? Well, it's double jeopardy, right? Can't be tried. It can't twice. be double jeopardy if the first jeopardy hasn't happened yet. Oh wait, but the, I thought he was ruled. The verdict hasn't passed oh. down yet. Like, okay, I'm well, saying then during Adam, the trial, yeah, he's got to come clean. Yeah, after, like after. Okay, let's say the jury's like, "OJ, you're innocent." And they let off, and then he confesses it to Johnny Cocker. That's when he could be like, "All right, I don't, I can't, we can't try him for the same thing." He just some yeah, people get lucky, know. you know. Dude, I, you know what? I would never find myself in that situation. Honestly, I won't even ever want to be a lawyer. Do you know? Because my buddy Dan, yeah. We should have Dan 
on the podcast to have this conversation, but I've been talking to him. Basically, when you're in law school and you're a lawyer, all it is is gray area. It's that's everything. Oh, yeah. So it's like innocent, guilty, like the defendant's right, the plaintiff's right. It's just all yeah. gray area. Your job is to interpret the gray. Like as a lawyer, you're you're supposed to live in the gray. Yeah. And then come out of it holding something being yeah like, even this though, is what we stand for yeah but even if you're looking at a high level anyone would say well yeah that guy did the wrong thing oh yeah you have yeah. to come up with the argument to make it sound like maybe he didn't though yeah i don't know about that because even Dude. dan i've talked to him and he's kind of like a bit can he be our legal analyst can we call him from time to time yeah we we should have analysts dude can you know we get what? analysts like the news he'd be a great legal he'd be a great analyst We'll, when we're done with the episode, we'll just we'll pause it and like do a quick one and see if he picks up. Yeah, and we'll ask him the OJ question if that's yeah you know, in criminal law. Um, yeah, dude. all right, Dan Dan Remington is that what you said? Yeah, Dan Remington. Dan Remington is our new legal analyst. This will be great, and yeah. he signed up for it because yeah. we already. This is on the podcast, so he's obligated by law by word of mouth. He has to probably do it now. Um, legally, yeah, yeah, legally, I assume so. That makes sense. All right, man. Fuck well, yeah, we got dude. to the bottom of that. Well, we just discovered how to solve all the law problems, yeah. which is pretty cool. Um, this past week, dude, I flew back to Cincinnati, hung mm-hmm. out for a week. That was cool. You know, saw some old friends, did some shows. Question for you. Is there a God? When does human life begin? Does this mini skirt make my ass look fat enough? Let me ask you something, Maine. Okay. I'm on a flight, dude. I get in, I'm the aisle seat, right? Primo. Because I'm flying solo. Best seat. Yeah, but I not by my choice. I I got randomly selected a seat. I lucked out. Blessed. Okay. Blessed, dude. Now here's the thing. The two people left me is this like old like cougar looking chick, like fifty okay. something, and then this like single dad, also fifties. Okay. So they're just flirting with each other the whole time. Oh. It's tight. I don't have to deal with anything. Yeah. <coughs> just enjoy the show. So listen to this, dude. At one point during the flight, this is a three hour, three and a half hour flight to Cincinnati. This dude next to me in the middle seat, the dude, he's like, hey man, I gotta get up, gotta go pee. Ugh. The flirt. Yeah. Okay. That's fucking annoying. I hate that. I feel like you should- You gotta pee, dude. Yeah, but dude, come on, man. Take care of that shit before the flight, dude. How long of a flight? It's four hours, Three and a half. Three and a half hours. (sighs) I feel like you get one, you get one bathroom break per four hour of your flight. Right? That's Uh, fair. Dude, this is all right. Go on. I'm, Here, I'm getting to something. I'm gonna let you okay, know. Right. So this motherfucker gets up and goes pees. Fine, whatever. I get up. I get How far up. into the flight? Maybe two hours. Maybe two hours. Ah, oh, all right. Listen, dude. <laughs> Listen. This isn't even the real issue, dude. Okay. We've right. even gotten to the real. So you're issue. mildly perturbed. Yeah. Okay. So it's just kind of annoying. It's like yeah. grow up. You know, I didn't pee on the flight. Can't hold your piss in for three and a half hours. <laughs> oh, Whatever. What are you, bitch? Yeah. Well, not even that. Just like, come on, grow up. We're grown ups here. Like, okay. pee before the All flight. Right. I got a lot to say already, but go ahead. Yeah. Anyway, so he goes pees. He comes back. I get up. And by the way, you know how it is, man. You get up, you take your seatbelt off, you got to clear the eye. It's a whole thing. It's a you thing. Know? Yes. He comes back, sits down in the middle. I shit you not. 60 seconds later, the girl next to him is like, Oh, I gotta go to the bathroom. Uh, do you mind getting up? Like, after a high hit, we had both got back to our seats, put the seatbelts on, yeah. got situated. She, like, the second we all got situated, she's like, 
I need to get up and use the restroom. I was like, you goddamn idiot. Are you kidding me? Is that infuriating or am I an asshole? That's fucking infuriating. I wait. Okay. Here's a question. Was there anything on your tray table? Yeah, dude. I got like a book. I got my phone. Was there any liquids on it? At the time, I believe there was a carbonated water. Okay. In a, uh, not in a can, in an open cup. All right, that's annoying. Which is a crucial detail. It is. Loose loose water, dude. Yeah, there was Splash loose around. liquid splashing around. But, dude, even aside of that, isn't that so fucking annoying that he comes back, sits down, we all get situated, and she's like, you know what? I see you guys are comfortable. I'm also going to get up and pee now. So we have to go through all of this shit again. Like, who does that? So 60 dude? seconds after, it's like, oh, here we are. And sitting. 60 seconds later. I have to piss. Yeah. Annoying. That's annoying. It's annoying. Fuck, dude. Did they, wait, and was that the only bathroom break that they did? That was the only one. That ain't so bad. That dude, ain't too bad. That, I'm annoying? Just, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying that's annoying. Annoying. Dude. All right, on a scale of how, how how I would pee my pants rather than make people do that. Cause like they, that's so fucking awkward to like see everyone going through this rigmarole. Cause she's in the window seat. You know what I mean? Yeah. She doesn't have to move when this dude pees you know what i mean yeah she dude has nothing up, she, she makes the rules yeah because so when she has back to piss, there. she pisses yeah when anyone so else she, couldn't piss, she yeah. while he was peeing like you know what i gotta pee too like are you is she legitimately saying that, that within that 60 seconds after that dude sat down she discovered her urge to piss it came into her body she was like oh i have to pee now then decided okay i need to get up and pee here's my thing okay here's what i would say to that is i love the aisle seat because i'm a frequent peer i like to pee at my own leisure i also don't like annoying people yeah and I so know you respect airlines i That's what do you- but at the same time dude on a cincinnati to los angeles flight i might piss twice on it dude oh dude I might piss Come twice. On. Listen, if you're in an aisle seat, you have that right. You know what I mean? I know, but the thing is, I don't always have it, dude. And I do have to piss. That's not okay. So what? And I'm like, grow I'm, up. I am you can't very hold your piss sorry. for a four-hour flight? It's, I'm, I'm a big fluids guy. I like to drink a lot of things. Dude, not to flex. Me too. But also, not to flex. I flew to Germany one time. I peed once That's on that flight. That's wild. <laughs> one time. Dude, but one I, time. I didn't even shit on that flight, dude. I peed. I don't. I wouldn't shit on a flight. You I can. I'm like, dude, a on a flight camel. to Germany. <coughs> yeah. No. That was like a 15 hour flight or 12, 12 or 13. I don't know. Yeah. No. I'm. I. I get you, but I'm just telling you, you'd be annoyed with me because I would piss twice on a flight from LA. But I wouldn't Patty. be because you got the aisle seat for that reason. Yeah, but I would. I wouldn't have it though because I'd have to pay extra for it and i'm too cheap oh so you're more cheap than you are concerned about others (laughs) (laughs) you're more cheap than you are considering that's fair because i am too yeah for sure i mean i just feel i am so sorry i'm so cheap but i'm gonna inconvenience you because i don't care enough to pay 17 dollars more it is 17 dollars dude that's fucked up man oh dude okay so i got plane stories dude yeah dude tell me man all right so this i have two plane stories one is all right i'm this is a short flight Short flight. This is L. This is Vegas to L.A. All right. It was when I lived in Cincinnati. I was coming out here, um, so I'm coming back. It's like work trip thing. No, I was going to L.A. So I'm going there for work. Yeah. And it's late at night. I'm like, ah, I'm like pretty tired, and I'm like kind of over it. I have layover. So I hear this kid in the terminal. I'm waiting to get on the flight. He's like, ah, ah. <laughs> just like this little. It's like a twerp. 
This kid's like three, maybe, right? Just he's screaming? Like, yeah, he's not like a baby. He's a ch- he's a boy. He's a little boy. And he's like, I'm like, oh, geez, I hope that kid's not on my flight. Sure enough, I see him in line with his mom. He's yeah. on the flight, yeah. right? Oh, no. Because it was like, it was so loud. It wasn't just like him being annoying. Um, he was, he screamed, screamed, like was screaming in yeah. the terminal. So I'm on the flight and like, he's already, he's like being really disrespectful to his mom. Oh, uh, like, yeah. And they're just like fighting almost the entire time. All right. I don't remember all the details. Traveling with a kid, it's got to be tough though. Dude. And this kid was, this kid was a garbage kid, dude. Yeah. This kid could have flown out the window and I would have been like, Dude, I you wanna... see those kids, man. Yeah. And especially in LA, dude, sometimes I play a game when you like see a kid like screaming and running around hollering. I play a game. It's like shitty parents or autism. Like it's usually one of the, and oh, you, you know. Man. It might have been, dude. <laughs> I don't. <sighs> that sounds like it... a mean joke, but it's for real. Like sometimes you got to know whether or not, not to be point. pissed at the parent or just be like, you know what? Someone's dealing with something. All right. Either way, so you're on the flight with this. For all I can tell, like he's pretty high functioning. He's a high functioning monster. Okay. So he's like, no, I don't wanna, and he's crying, and then like the the enough to where the stewardess comes before the flight and is like, hey, buddy, I'm gonna give you a little badge. Oh yeah. If you be real quiet, you're the co-pilot. It's like a thing that she does for like shitty kids. They do that. Yeah. You gotta be real quiet though. And he's like, oh. And then the mom's like, yeah, you gotta be quiet. And like ten minutes later, just like, just like, ah. And then, all right. And then at (laughs) one, all right. So this kid, and also this kid has like shit. He's already shit. He shit himself. He's a big kid. Wait, whoa, himself. hold on. That is such a critical detail. This plane stinks, He dude. shit himself on the plane? Yeah. How mm-hmm. old is this kid? He's three. Dude. He's walking around. He's got I a coat on. I don't know anything about kids, but when do you stop shitting your pants? I I think... For me, it was like 17. But yeah. like for most people... You have autism, so... Yeah. <laughs> I'm on this... <laughs> I don't think that's a thing. Um, I don't know. I think people I, with I autism shit their that, pants, but, dude. Uh, You're an asshole, I know, dude. I know, I know. I'm not editing that out. Too, again, too lazy to be considerate to edit something. Okay, but this kid. So he's like, shit, and we're all like, I'm looking at the dudes next to me, because I'm like, I'm in the middle, and we're looking at each other, and we're like, jeez. Like, it's if, getting... if there's a shit smell... It's a the, shit smell. The shit smell it immediately takes it because the situation you're describing me right now on like an anger spectrum. Yeah, you're at about a six. Like yeah. it's definitely annoying. Yeah, but you're not ready yet. But then, dude, if you smell shit, you're at a ten. Yeah, it's, you're it, at a nine or a ten at at that point. It's bad, man. And we're oh, dude, man. It's funny because this is kind of vague in my memory because it was like four years ago. I'm remembering now. Yeah. So dirty diaper smell. Someone yells before the flight. Someone yells in the back, like, like get your kid under control. Someone uh, shouts. One of him. those guys. Because it is, it's like to the that point. That guy's almost. That guy's always almost worse than the mom in dude, that situation. Dude, I was kind of on like, his shut side. Shut up, dude. I was kind of on his side, dude. Because I was just like, I needed someone to chastise. But to shout me. over a plane like that, but we, dude. I'm, dude, we were all kind of like. Someone had to say. I know, but dude, say don't be that fucking guy in the back. Hey, shut the kid up! It's <laughs> some dad who coaches like his son's baseball dude, team or I something like that. I respected it. We we're so I'm with two. It's me, two other bros, just like dudes like me. We're just kind of like looking at each other. And now the plane, the plane has like come down, and we're taxiing around, and it's taken a while. Okay, so 
the kid is like now more rambunctious than ever. Okay? What happened to the shit smell? Did anyone there. Address? Dirty diaper. Smelled the whole time. Dude. Uh, I, that would actually... Okay. This is an hour flight. I'm getting upset. Yeah, yeah. I'm it's, getting upset. It's an hour flight, so I think at that I'm point... I'm upset now. I'm, I'm... I'm upset now. Dude, it get... All right, so here's here's how the story ends. It's getting really bad, and the, the tension between the kid and the mom is just getting like... Like, what the fuck is going on here? Does this, like... Is this yeah. normal? Before so, you finish this, okay. I gotta tell you the gold standard ending of the story is yeah. the mom beats the shit out of the kid on the plane. That's the gold standard ending. <sighs> takes I can't wait to see what your ending is, but continue. Okay, it takes a different turn. Oh that. no, dude. Okay, so we're we're taxiing around, and the kid, and it's like she needs to change the diaper. So it's like you, I mean, you like change diaper. Talking about this kid's diaper, and then you, and the kid says, "Fuck you, mom." Oh shit! At three. And so I look at the bros next to me and oh. we're all like, we're just like staring at each other and also says it so, like this kid says it so loud, everyone hears it. So we're all just like, what the, and the mom's like, what did you say to me? And like, gets that's super a, serious. That's a crazy moment because as a parent, you have to, you have to beat your kid at that point. You have to punch your kid in the face. No, here's what she does. Weeps. Just Oh, you weak loser. Take your kid. Dude, just weeping. Oh, weeping, dude. This is embarrassing to listen to. Dude, it's crazy. I'm like, I'm ready to get off. And this, God bless this girl, is like, she's like, she sees the moment. And she's like, I don't know what. I can tell this girl doesn't know what to do. She's like, hey, just like trying to talk to the kid and like lighten up the kid. Just like stepping in. Like, yeah. I think she was just like, I feel like you gotta I break do. the tension a little bit, dude. And I was like, dude, God bless this girl. I think she's just trying to say something. I feel so many feelings right now. Cause like on the one hand, I hate that mom for not hitting her kid because that's why the kid's a piece of shit. It's cause you're, you're crying like, or he's autism provided the kid doesn't have autism, which yeah, I don't think he did. Dude. Okay. Listen, whatever. But like also, man, it's gotta be so tough being a parent like that. Like, I would, I could see just crying, just being, God, I, this is not yeah, the life totally. I had planned for myself. Yeah. Like, I get it, man. It's a tough, really depends. Now, here's the thing. If I'm in your shoe and I'm smelling that shit for an hour, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I think both of you should be kicked off this flight right now. Mom, too. Yeah. I mean, I was like, whatever, hour long flight. Yeah. Who knows? And then, so mainly the, like, the thing is I get off the flight and whatever. I don't stick around to see. Cause it's like, it's one of those things where I think they probably like stood. They're the last ones to get off the flight. Cause it was just such like an emotionally intense situation. They're not going to like grab their bags and like walk out with everyone. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that doesn't, like I get off the flight and I'm I never see those people again. Yeah, that kid is never in my life anymore. That was an hour of their existence together. Yes, dude, they get off the flight together. It's not over now. It's not over. That's just life, dude. That's that was crazy to me. That bit really put me back a couple years. How child. fucking how bad of a parent do you have to be that a three year old kid says fuck you to their parents, dude? Dude, but saying fuck you to your mom and dad is questionable at 13 at 13 it's like wow question rough and yeah that's like wow that's rough where did at you hear three? that dude the kid that i can't tell you three but kid was wearing a diaper he's wearing a diaper while dude. saying fuck you mom that's crazy dude. i know what world are we in dude? dude that was everyone on the flight is like what world are we in dude wild that, dude man. that kid's dad's dead 
You know that kid's be. dad's dead. Yeah, dude. For sure, dude. Yeah. There's no way you you can just be that fucked up naturally. I mean, he saw his dad die. Yeah, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's or no his way. dad killed himself for his fucking shitty pants all the time, dude. Just smells like shit everywhere. <laughs> dude, something so traumatic many, happened. So, there was drama. That kid witnessed trauma. Yes. That's all I know. That kid witnessed trauma. If he's shitting his pants saying fuck you to his mom at three. <laughs> you went through some shit. That's he fine. Was a, he was a big kid. Shit in his pants. Like fat or like big bone? He was like, my point being, he was old. He was too old to be shitting his pants. He was, yes. He was an old kid. Yeah, he was grown. He's grown a bit. He's a grown baby. He was, you could, you couldn't, you wouldn't look at that kid and say, dude, if you're a baby. Here, here's my mind. You're all, if you're old enough to say fuck you to your mom, <laughs> yeah, you know dude. that shitting in your pants is <laughs> yeah, wrong. And you know so, you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't do that. Especially on a plane. Dude. Yeah, man. Doesn't that make you appreciative sometimes, though, of your parents and being like, man, the shit I thought was a big deal Ugh. was not. I just had good parents. Yeah. No. Really makes you. Dude, I kicked my mom in the heel one time. Whoa, dude. Dude, but my what life. What kind of monster are you? Uh, dude, I got emotional. I was at Disney World. My mom made us. We were like, we were leaving this area. I don't remember what it was, but I was really, I was fucking with it, dude. I was into it. And I remember just kicking my mom in the heel. And dude, it ruined my life. If my parents yeah. <laughs> made it ruin my life. Yes, they should. They did. But and I was like, I, deserve, I remember as soon as I did it, I'm like, oh, my yeah. life's over. No, but yeah. here's the thing. That shame turned you into someone. Absolutely. Who is not like that Corrected anymore. my behavior. You gotta have... Yeah. Dude, okay, for sure. You're a kid. You gotta have one of those situations as a kid. Yeah. To make you... Because I've done this... I never really, like... I First of all, I never said fuck you to my parents. I never kicked oh. or did anything to them. Yeah. But, dude, one time I was in the, I was at Kroger with my mom. And I don't know. I, You know, you're 13. You're just trying to, like, fuck everything and die. Yeah. So, like, I was all sad. I don't know about what. We're in the store. And I think there's also a special thing that comes into play, too. It's when you're, like, 13. And it's, like, you're in the store with your mom, right? And... You have that, every kid has that first moment of being like, oh, I'm not a kid anymore. Like, because I remember being 13 at the store with my mom. I'm like, you know, when you're a little kid at the store with your mom, it's whatever. When you're like, I'm too old. for. I shouldn't be at the store with my mom. This is so lame, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's a moment that that happens. And for me, that moment happened where Kroger, doing whatever, I think she's like looking at makeup and she like put her arm around me and I, I shrugged it off like this and it, I've lost sleep thinking about that as an adult and I didn't hit her nothing That's nothing crazy nothing. no but dude it's so shitty dude like my mom is a saint oh, just dude. Like unconditionally loves you unconditionally yeah. loves me puts her arm around me and I shrug it off I don't know if I could I want to be a parent, dude, but I swear to God, if my kid did that, I would kill myself. And you know what would happen next? The kid would be shitting his pants saying, fuck you to the mom I left behind. That's what would happen, dude. So parenting You'd stuff, get dude. It. It, I would take it real. I care too much about what people think of me. So if my own DNA is like ripping away from me, wants nothing to do with me, I'll be like, well, I suck. So, this, you know. I think you'd get it. You'd be like, oh, he's too cool. This is, he's going through that phase. It would moment. really hurt me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, it would fair. shatter me if my kid did that to me. You, have you apologized to your mom since then? Yeah, You're, profusely. Yeah. Oh, dude. Speaking of traumatic stories that I regret from my childhood. Yeah, dude. Just to level with you. To yeah. like be on the same playing field. <laughs> so one of my friends, like his older brother. All right. This is the 
worst thing I've ever Dude. said to anyone. So we're in the Th- car. This is something you did? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I had kind of just discovered what pimples are. So I'd had like my first pimple. I was maybe yeah. eight or something, really young. And this guy, he was probably like 12. Okay. He's older than us, maybe 13 or something. And we're in the car with him. It's my friend's brother, older brother. And I say, dude, I say, you have a lot of pimples on your face. I said this to him. Because I'm a kid. I don't know any better. Oh, man. This is me making an observation. Like, you don't know yet. I don't know. You don't even know that pimples are something to feel bad about. I you don't. just know that they exist. You're like, oh, you have a lot of those. Yes. And I said that, and I think about it all the I have time. such a similar story. Can right, I tell you? Yeah. Dude, I'm on the bus with my buddy, Andy. Dude, oh, no. He's my best friend in grade school. <laughs> We're on the Still bus. Still in your life now? Nope. Okay. All right. Go on. Nope. He's no longer in my life. Okay. Because on the bus, I'm sitting with Andy, and you know, I'm probably 10, 11, and he had shit breath every morning. It was shit breath. And we sat in the same bus seat, right? We sat in the same bus. It's so bad that like, dude, when you're, you know, the grade school bus seat situation, one, it's not even big enough for one fat adult, right? You know what I mean? So like, you got two kids farting next to each other, doing whatever on the bus seat every morning. Dude, this motherfucker's breath smelled so bad every day. And then, like, I thought about it for, like, a, you know, years. Like, two years before I even said anything. Wait, so you always sat next to each other? Yeah, he's my best friend, dude. It was always in the morning. Always in the morning. We were on the same route to get to school. You know, they'd pick me up first. His breath cleared up by the afternoon? No, dude. It was always, always bad. Okay, always God, bad. God. Dude, yeah, I used to, sitting close to him. Dude, I saw this kid. It, he would eat like honey mustard on bologna and like just eat that. You know what I mean? Oh, that's puke. Gro- yeah, right, dude, yeah, for real. So anyway, dude, you know, he's my best bud. He comes on the bus every morning. We sit down bullshit. But every day, dude, his breath smells horrendous. Horrible. And I don't know if we've talked about this. I got a smell <laughs> thing, dude. I can't smell. I have a real hard time smelling bad shit. Okay. I also don't want to smell other people's smells. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. You ever smell other people's smells? Right, like, and like, not even just like bad smells, but smells of like, oh, you're, that's what your apartment smells like? Like they, they pick up a backpack and you get a whiff of like what their world is like. You're like, ah, oh, dude, I don't want to smell. Oh, yeah. Just like your, that's your Those are odor. your smells. Your yeah. Yeah, I don't, yeah, dude, like I. That. Listen, dude, the, my problem, like, borderlines on psychotic, for real. Because, like, yeah. when I pass people, I'll, like, hold my breath sometimes. Because, like, and I don't, anyone, dude. Yeah. Not, nothing in specific, I hold my breath. Either way, I got a smell problem. One day, dude, I wasn't having it. Wasn't having it. He gets on the bus with his fucked up, honey mustard ass smelling breath. And he comes up, and eventually I was like, hey, man, like, <laughs> you get this right you you can feel how awkward this is right this is my best friend dude and i was like man do you like brush your teeth before you get on the bus every morning and dude i've never seen a guy crumble so quickly clearly he felt so self-conscious about this he knew he knew. And, and maybe he had... Okay, so this gets into a bigger long... He ended up having, like, Crohn's disease later. I don't think that's affected, but anyway. Sure. He crumbled in front of me. He was like... And again, 10 years oh, old. No. I think started to tear up. Started yelling. He's like, I brush my teeth, then I go downstairs and I eat breakfast, and I do that every day, and I'm not changing it. Like, do I, I don't even remember what he said. He just went off. 
we weren't friends very much after that, dude. Like, he kind of, we just stopped talking to each other. He got that bad. <coughs> yeah, dude. Because I told him he had shit breath. And you know what, man? Maybe he fixed his life. Maybe I lost a friend, but maybe a bunch of people didn't have to smell his shit breath, dude. That's the risk I had to take, dude. And I'm glad I did it. If you got bad breath, it hurts to hear, but... Yeah, we all, we all, dude. How did you? Were you like tactful when you said it? Probably not. I mean, I'm (laughs) ten. So he was smells like farts. He was defensive, but he was also very sad. He was defensive and visibly upset, which means he knew that he had bad breath. Wasn't the first time, and And he kind of had his argument. I and maybe he knew he had bad breath, but his best friend telling him is the thing that made him be like, "Oh fuck, I'm gross." And now How old were you guys? 10. I don't know. Is elementary school? Yeah. So, like, we kind of, you know, we still talked stuff like it wasn't the same, dude. Yeah, that'll it do it. It was never the same. It's one of those things you can either, like, you can either work <laughs> past it or not. You if know? you tell someone they have bad breath, you probably can't be friends with them anymore. You know what I mean? Like, that's one of those things. Really? Tell, yeah, dude. You can't tell someone they have bad breath. Because when you say you have bad breath, you're not saying... Hey, man, your breath stinks today. It's like, hey, man, you need to make hygiene changes because your breath is fucked up. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but I feel like you can't. Like, if you were to, you know what? If if you were to tell me, like, dude, your breath is usually bad when I hang out with you, <laughs> it would make me feel incredibly insecure about, like, the past, like, just my entire life. Yeah. I'm like... But, dude, you'd be my best friend forever. Dude, is my breath bad? No. I've never noticed your breath. That's awesome. So we're fine. Dude, that's crazy. Because, like, there are people where I'm like, dude, breath's always bad. Always bad, dude. And what do you tell those people? Somebody's got to tell them. I had a friend that smelled bad. That's another thing. That's a personal thing, dude. And I never told him. Dude, one time I worked in a pizza kitchen, and I was like, I, I, you know, I worked like the line, you know, I was making the pizzas by the oven. Yeah. It's fucking hot, dude. You work hard. And one day, like, it's like the end of the shift and some chick who worked with me, she was like, hey, man, I just want to let you know, you got to do something. Because, like, when we get laid in these shifts, like, you kind of start smelling bad. I'm like, dude, we're in a fucking pizza. Like, it's a yeah. hundred degrees in here, man. Like, I, what do you want me to do, man? Like, you're I can't. Com- you're coming in fresh. Yes, yeah, so I'm saying. I'm like, do I smell bad when I come in? They're like, no. But like, you know, as we go through the shift, you got to do something. I was like, what do you, what do you want me to? Hey, <laughs> that's I got an idea. too much to ask. Why don't you fix the fucking air conditioning? Because right. it's broken and it's a hundred degrees in here. And by the way, we're covered in grease. We're right. covered in grease. We're deep frying mozzarella sticks, French yeah. fries, putting pizzas in the oven. It's a no-win situation. Yeah, no, I had a friend that worked in the hot foods at a supermarket. Yeah. Um, every day after work, smelled like horrible dog shit. Yeah, dude. Smelled like a, it's just that grease. Isn't that- it crazy how food smells good, but if you're around food all day, you smell horrible? Dude, it's that deep fryer. It is, If dude. you have a deep fryer, you're going to smell like... Dude, I used to get off a shift there, and I would, like, wipe my... I could, like, pu- I could push the grease off my glasses like Yeah. That's how thick it was. And it's not like good. It's not like, ooh, it smells like fried chicken. No. It's like, dude, it smells like no. trash. Dude. And you know what, dude? You know, for real, you know what working in that environment does? It makes you think like, I shouldn't put this in my body. Like, this is yeah. bad. Look how horrendous this shit is and how bad it smells and the grease and how gross it is. And you're like, I can't do this. It but doesn't smell like food. But you still do. Because, yeah. 
you know, mozzarella sticks are awesome. But like, it does make you rethink things when you when you work in a kitchen like that. But. Yeah, it smells like a it smells like a car or something, dude. Oh, actually, I have a come to Jesus moment for smells too. Really? Yeah, for sure. But you. I feel like you're off the hook because you did everything you could. You come in fresh and you work in a kitchen. You work in a long shift. Yeah. You do all you can. Me, here's my here's my situation. All right. Just because we're going over embarrassing stories. Yeah. All dude. right. So I was working. This is when I lived out here five or six years ago. Six years ago. Maybe longer. But I uh, was working at a country club. All right. Like yeah. Harding, all right. Yeah. You told me this. Did I tell you this? How long ago? No, no. You told me you worked at a country club. Okay. Yeah, but I had one uniform, all right? And I lived in... Already, not your fault. If you're going to hire someone, give them a bunch of shirts. Give them a bunch of uniforms. That's fair. That's actually an argument against them, okay? You ever work in a place, small side tangent, and they make you pay mm -hmm. for the uniform? That happened to me, and I was like, I feel like this isn't legal. I had to, like, buy shirts. I think everywhere i've worked i've been provided it as a rental type situation i i had to pay for my shirts all the time which yeah, is fucked know. up but either way you're a lifeguard at this country club you got one uniform i've got one shirt it's like a polo and i have one pair of uh rescue red, shorts red trunks yeah, dude. red trunks all right so i'm like wearing them and i'm 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 living in a kind of like a crack house right so i'm not doing a lot of laundry i'm kind of like living kind of dirty to clarify, uh-huh. you're not living in an actual crack lair. Oh yeah, sorry. But it, if you were walk in, be like, "This is a crazy crack house." Yeah, you're living. Like, you're young. You're living with a bunch of dudes, probably fucking around. Yes. it's a weird situation. Lived under a table. A lot of cum. Yeah, a lot of jizz. Yeah, a lot of crack. Without the crack, kidding. No yeah. crack involved, but it's almost embarrassing that there was no crack. Yeah, because that would at least justified your horrible living conditions. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not showering a whole lot. I'm being kind of grungy. Okay. All right. It's a very embarrassing story for me. All right. So I'm coming in. I work like almost the entire day. All right. It's like pretty hot. It has been especially hot in Pasadena the past week. And um, I'm moving chairs and I pretty much worked the whole day. Okay. And this guy, this guy, he's a friend of mine. He actually had hooked me up. He ended up hooking me up with an apartment to get out of the crack house. So we're putting some chairs away and we're just hanging out and talking. He's like, hey, man, um, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. You gotta put on some deodorant. Like you gotta figure something out. And I'm like, I oh. hadn't, dude, literally hadn't put any thought into it. I hadn't even questioned if I smelled. Okay, that's how scary this was. And I, my hygiene has been insane since that. Since that day, dude, I, dude, I shower. I shower twice a day, every day. And I'm okay. So I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, dude, uh, it's pretty bad. And I was like super insecure about it. Um, I didn't have any deodorant. I don't know. But anyway, like later in the day, yeah, I was like, Hey man, like, when did you like, when did you start noticing like how bad I smelled? And he's like, honestly, man, yesterday. Oh, okay. Like, Dude, are you serious? No, but I was thinking, I'm like, I was like, Hey, at what point in the day did I start smelling? Oh. And he's like, dude, you started smelling yesterday. And then we go over and talk to his brother. He had a twin brother. And he's like, hey, like Mike, what, like, Joey smells pretty bad. He's like, oh, yeah, man, it's it's pretty bad. Oh, fuck. And I'm like, oh, my oh, gosh, no, dude. Mortifying. Yeah, dude. Mortifying. But I had let myself go at that point in my life. Yeah. Quite a bit. And then ever since then, dude. Dude, that, 
sometimes you need something to pull you out of the darkness dude, a little bit. And, and I respect that, those dudes, man. You got to yeah. respect them, dude. And that's the thing, man. You got to tell someone, dude. Yep. yep. I, would, I probably would have worn the same thing the following day. If no one tells you you have a problem, it's the same thing with like, people talk about like being fat all the time. Somebody eventually is going to be like, hey, man, you got to make some changes or you're going to die. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the same thing. Like, if you're an, like an elevated person, you're like, oh, that's a real friend. That's a real friend who's yeah. like, hey, man, I know this risks making things weird, but I care about you. And right. you got to know that you fucking smell bad. Yeah, that's a true friend. If you're ever on the fence about a friend, mm-hmm. wait for them to tell you something bad about yourself. Yeah. That's how you know, dude. A good friend isn't bullshit, you dude. Dude, and the thing about this guy was he, and then one thing I knew about him, he had no intention of making me feel bad. No. He was a friend. I liked him. He liked me. We had a lot of good times together. Just like a thing, dude. Yeah, so when he told me there was no, I didn't get defensive or anything, I was just like, okay, I'm right. I'm like, I got to take care of this shit right now. Yeah. Because had it been certain other people there that had told me that, but, I would have been like, what the but fuck? But backpedal, though. Did you not, how old are you? Did you not wear deodorant? You didn't wear deodorant? I probably did. I probably just smelled that bad, dude. See, listen, dude. You're never going to hear me make an argument for the person who's like, I have a condition, but I like, didn't have a condition. If you were, but if you were wearing deodorant, it was just that bad. Like, what do you do at that point? It's not like you were choosing not to wear deodorant. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, but was, it, or was it like you weren't being active about it? You were like, oh, when I think about it. I wasn't what I should have done in hindsight. Granted, I didn't have a, like a whole lot of like, I just wasn't like washing a lot. I just wasn't. I was thinking I was getting away with it. Yeah, you didn't notice. No one never said anything. So you're like, oh, it must not be that big a problem. And, and then it. one day. Right. Someone said something. Yeah. And you're like, fuck, dude. And you probably made it start making some other changes, too. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. That was it was definitely something where I'm like, OK, whatever you do, like the least thing you can do in life is take a fucking shower. Yeah, it really is like a pretty quick hygiene is so easy are you a night shower or more well you shower twice shower so twice a day man shower before you got here dude. i can't do that dude. yeah i'll do I'll do one well i'll do morning shower given gotta do a morning shower i don't okay? fuck with a morning shower dude i have to because i sweat my sleep then shower after the gym that's it See, okay that's fair yeah after gym shower of course you got it you got it what choice do you have you, you don't you go choice. hang out having dude sweat. i know some people who do hang out that's disrespectful to your it friends, It is disrespectful, dude. and I'm glad you said that, dude. So it is rude. disrespectful. Yeah, man. That's awful. I know dudes who legit will work out and then just go meet someone at the bar and just hang out for like three or four hours. Like, no, dude. I'd rather you be late and be like, I had a shower, dude. I'm like, yeah. Respect, dude. If I'm doing... So, if I'm at the gym and I'm like, okay, uh, I gotta do... Man, this is where it's getting boring. Me telling me... All right, here's the only way I would, if it's like, I hit the gym, I only lifted, and I didn't do legs, all right? I just got in, I did upper body, that's all I did. I can get out, roll some deodorant on, put a fresh pair under, and I can hang out for a couple hours. Yeah, you can get by. But if you're doing full cardio, oh, disrespect. That is disrespect. Disrespect. You ever see the people who show up, and they're like drenched from like the gym? Oh, dude, (laughs) unless, and here's the only way it's excusable. Man, it's just not. It's not. It's not excusable, dude. It's, Fuck that. I had okay, so I had this. We went to um, we went to a rock climbing thing for work. Okay, but it was like awkward time. It was like six thirty, 
and we get out of work Ugh. at like five. There's so many problems with this already. First of all, if you have a business, don't make your employees go rock climbing. Yeah. They don't want to do that together. They don't. I mean, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I, I like, I mean, I'm down to try new stuff. I was into it. Me too. It, so, I don't. don't you know, but don't. It's like getting a group project. That's what it is. It's the same thing, but you're an adult now. It's one of those things where I'm like, I knew nobody else was going to go. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to like do this. I'm invested. I don't want to be the person that's like, eh, I don't want to go do something. I don't want to be the only, I don't want to be the guy that's like, I'll come out for all just drinking alcohol and getting drunk. So yeah, that's fair. Anyway, doesn't matter. But I'm like, all right. So I'm like, whatever. I'm going to work out, dude. I don't give a shit. I'll come. I'm going to come in all sweaty because I need to work out. I'm not going to just like hang out for an hour and a half before this thing. So I went, ran Ooh. to the gym, ran there. And I'm, so I get there. I'm like, kind of like still like fresh sweat and then i'm i'm rock climbing and i fall off i fall off but you know they're blaming me i just i'm dangling there yeah and i smell myself dude oh no i catch a whiff of myself and i was like later and I everyone's like we're home. taking a picture i'm like goodbye bye <laughs> i was like like wait i'll give Did you a ride cross like, your mind that maybe the rock climbing was your workout for the day it wasn't enough oh and i wasn't God. gonna hang out for Come an hour on, and a half i wasn't dude, gonna, you can't skip a day skip a day so you don't i do skip days but it was one of those situations where it's like i can't skip today do you know what i mean i don't know what that's like it's like i'm not gonna skip today fucked up dude you know what i mean i'm like it's like i already skipped a day already like i already skipped that's good of discipline like that yeah but i'm also like i'm not gonna hang out and just like dick around at work for an hour and a half it's a good point that is a solid point but i smelled myself and i was like well see ya smell too bad and then they're like they're like we're gonna take a group picture stick around we gotta get this person and that person i'm like uh, goodbye dude. bye see you we don't need a group and picture here's the, thing, here's the thing man they don't know you're a hero yeah but like you know and i, I know yeah dude and that's all that matters dude are you in this for the glory or are you trying to make the world a better place no i just you went home dude showed up i did it rock climbed ate a sandwich peace fuck yeah dude. I showed up for work i did the activity and my crotch smells so bad that I'm not doing anyone favors by staying. So yeah, so bounce later. See ya. Yeah, dude. That's those are my like. Yeah, I don't tolerate stinkiness for myself, dude. Yeah, dude. And I'm glad that you're that way because a lot of people aren't that way. A lot of people show up and f- stink everything up, and then the people who yeah who were like, no, I have a condition. Like, gosh, dude, come on. You have a condition. Everybody's got a condition. You know what it is, especially here, dude. Especially in LA, you can't tell anyone, dude. Uh, what how crazy is it that it's 2019 and the other day like i saw two dogs fighting inside of like a coffee shop oh it's a mess what dude. year are we in how has it come to this where there's dogs fighting and you can't say anything if you traveled like 10 years in the future from 2009 and you saw two dogs in a cblt just yeah. like biting each other you'd be like what happened yeah what ha- why are we- why are there dogs, dogs in here get these there's food fucking- served here there's food yeah dude. and it's like no we have a it, you're, you have a therapy dog. Everybody's got a therapy dog, dude. Yeah, dude. If you have a good boy, that's fine. But if your dog's biting another dog, I'm like, hey, man, put your dog down. Yeah. You have a bad dog. <laughs> or take. I thought you know. <laughs> I thought you were gonna be like, dude, take the dog. You're like, no, kill the dog. No, dude, I'm, I'm <laughs> shit you down, man. dude. If you have a dog that like bites other dogs and bites people and doesn't play nice, you got. You've had it you, for a long uh, time. And you, I know you're too lazy to take your dog to obedience school because you didn't fucking take you didn't your do dog to obedience place. school. You didn't do the first and place. you're letting it bite. Dude, <sighs> I love dogs. I'm not going to advocate for anyone to put their dog down, but. Uh, I mean, I'm, you, you either. I'm were, joking. 
I no, like dogs. Sometimes too. you do, man. Sometimes dogs are so fucked up that they got to be put down, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But the more okay, like I know someone, there were a couple they had like a young kid who's probably two. And they had two dogs and the one dog was just wild, dude. It was like really aggressively fighting the other dog and would like I mean, it would bite the other dog sometimes yeah, like, like fucked up and then yeah. eventually they were like dude we can't have this dog around our yeah. baby you know what i mean so i get yeah. it in that scenario but whew, dude. the point being though is that like living in this city dude you can't call anyone out because everybody's got a fucking story dude oh they you have can't a call someone for out for behavior. having bad breath because like well i have an acid reflux condition that does this like no one takes responsibility dude oh there's always an excuse for their Bad Nobody's behavior. taking responsibility anymore, and that's why shit's all fucked up, man. Yeah. Take responsibility for your gross breath. People do know how to turn things. They'll be like, you if you call someone out on something yeah. like that, it's like, they'll flip it on you. Oh, yeah, I'll be like, oh, that's a nice spin. That's a nice move you just did there. Yeah, see, I don't care about that stuff. If someone like tries to call me, I'll be like, dude, <laughs> I really don't care, but don't talk to me if yeah. your breath smells like an asshole. <laughs> like, I can't. Like, I get that and I sympathize with you, but, like, this is, like, call me. Call me over the phone. Because, yeah. like, I don't want to <laughs> smell your mouth, dude. Dude. What's the answer? If you have bad breath, fix it or... I don't know. Leave the planet. I don't know what to do, man. You know, gotta dude. fix that. You, you do. You do. That's you gotta it. fix it. It's one of those things. It's it's not acceptable. We're speaking a way that is not directed at people, dude. Like speaking a way that you're like, you know, I know my breast smells bad, so I keep a distance. I talk to the side. Just recognize yeah. that, dude. I I okay. So I have noticed that. Like sometimes I'll get coffee breath because I you know drink yeah. a lot of coffee in the morning. If I notice it and I can't fix it, I'll definitely like. You know, try to breathe somewhere else. Uh, yeah, I think everyone, every considerate person like us, recognizes when distance. they have coffee. They're like, you know what? So they're in the morning, they're kind of like over here, maybe angling their breath this way, maybe over that way. You know, and it's, it's like subconscious because you're like, dude, I don't want people smelling my nasty breath. Yeah, and you also don't want people to think that you're the guy with the bad breath. No. That shit follows you, dude. It Look does. at us. I'm, you're about to be, what, 30? Yeah, dude. And you're still talking about this guy. Yeah, yeah. Think about that. Yeah, no, it's. it's I'm still true. talking about my friend. I'm 27, still talking about something that happened almost two decades ago. Yeah, that's the power of bad breath, dude. It yeah. Fix man. your shit. Fix your shit, dude. And the way I see it is like you may have. This goes for a lot of things. You may have like reputations among circles. You may be bad breath guy. You may be stinky guy. You may be annoying. But embrace the fact that you move around in life and everywhere you go, you have a fresh start to not That's true. be that guy. That's true, dude. Because I've been a lot of different guys in my life and I've been happy to move different places so I can change my identity. Because it's so yeah. hard to leave the old identity. It is, dude. There's something like symbolic about like, like, and I'm speaking as someone who literally just did this. Yeah. I've noticed a lot of times here, like, I'll get like real anxious about like what people like think of me like uh, like an open mic or like uh, okay so here's a pretty specific moment a lot of like open mics around here are lottery right so you huh. put your name on a ticket throw in a bucket well half the time these fucking clowns put the bucket on stage mm -hmm. right so if you show up late you have to 
go yeah. basically on stage and drop it in in right. front of everyone. And I I couldn't like bring myself. I hate that. That's dude. hard. Yeah. And then one day, dude, I was just like, oh, like I don't have to be that guy anymore. Fuck them. Like I don't. You don't I'm, have to be which guy. I don't have to be the guy who's afraid to just go put a ticket in a bucket. Everyone yeah. here knows I'm a comic. Like they know what I'm trying to do. I don't. And then I was like, oh, I don't have to be like that anxious anymore. Right. I can just say fuck you. And then I did. And I'm like. Little little pieces like that feel. eventually will make you yeah into a better functioning person, you know. Yeah, because you have the opportunity for the fresh start to be like, you know what, I'm gonna be this yeah. guy now. Well, because you could be like, dude, I live here in LA now. I'm like, nobody knows right me, and also like nobody knew me in Cincinnati. You know what I mean? Like we we I feel like we get this idea in our heads as humans sometimes that we have like reputations or like a public image, even though we're not. You famous know. you know everybody no but like in a community yeah but like i'm saying in the grand scheme of things n- we're nobody like oh absolutely there's like beauty in being nobody so like oh yeah anonymity dude yes yeah, so yeah i was like man this is fucking stupid like so the point is that like often i'll catch myself here being like oh i don't have to be you you realize something about yourself you don't like and in the moment you're like oh i just don't have to yeah Sometimes you feel like if you stay in the same place for too long, you start feeling like you have obligations. You have to, to uphold. The, you have to like what people think you are. You have to live to this idea yeah. of what people think you are, and that's why restarting is good. I feel like that's what makes you better. Is that you have to like shake it up and start from zero and be like, okay, how much of this identity is true, and how much of it is like, yeah, we need to shed this off. And that's kind of that's interesting you say that because when I left Cincinnati, I was kind of like that. I feel like I'd kind of come to a place where I was like, I where whatever group I was in, yeah, and I wasn't gonna leave that group. Yeah, I was just like, here's who I've become to these people, and I'm like, fuck that, dude. Yeah, it's see, it's not even like that for me. And me, it's always just about like, you know, personal like, oh, I worry about this or I do this, and I'm like, you know, what, man, I don't have to like. Eventually, you have to free yourself from that, like, yeah, anxiety of being like, you know, you care so much about what people think of you. And then moving to a place like L.A. Yeah. when you're just like, dude. Right. I was thinking about, like, dude, I was thinking about, I was, like, nervous to, like, hit my vape pen in the car one day. Yeah. Like, a weed vape pen. And I was like, dude. I was, I just sat there. I'm like, man, what if someone sees me? What if a cop sees me? I'm like, I am... It is 5.30 yeah. right now, and I'm on Santa Monica Boulevard in West Hollywood. Like, no one... No one's watching. No one is watching. Right. I'm such a small, tiny little piece right. in this giant machine of that is, like, yeah. LA rush hour traffic. It would be insane if a cop saw me, pulled me over, right. and wrote me a ticket for smoking in the car. Yeah. It'd be crazy. And when I realized that, I'm like, oh my God, dude, like nobody's watching. Right. Nobody's watching. Like you don't have to, I don't know. That's the beauty of large cities, man. Yeah, dude. It's complete anonymity. Yeah. Like, we could go, we could walk, we could like hang out for 24 hours all around the city. How many people would, do we know we'd run into? Yeah. None. 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 Well, it's funny you say that. Ironically enough, earlier today, I went to the comedy store to sign up for that open mic. And then on the way there, I see... Dave Waite, comedian, really funny. He's just at the gas station on the corner. I'm, a, I'm at the corner of Santa Monica and La Cienega, uh-huh. and he's at the gas station on the corner. 
And I just roll out. I'm like, yo, Dave White, sup, dog? Like that. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, right? In a city that big, it makes seeing people you know way cooler. But it's not even that weird because you're so close. You're both going to the comedy store. I know. I know. It's not even that weird. It's not that, I don't know. The world is even smaller in that case. Had you seen him in like El Segundo, it would have been like. Yeah. In a what random place. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess we were in the vicinity of. But it proves your point. You a know? comedy club. We're both, you know, comics. Yeah. That makes sense. You know, but yeah, dude. Fresh starts. That dude. is the thing people don't talk about enough of like a big city. It's the ability of fresh start and the ability to just be completely. Yeah. You ever feel like an observer sometimes? How so? All right, this is, okay. Do you ever just, like, in this city, you were just, like, walking around, not even, like, in a specific event. You see something crazy. You see two people, like, fighting. You see all this stuff going on. You see, like, a fucking wannabe influencer, like, standing on a corner, like, taking selfies. And you see, do you ever just, like, feel like an observer? Like, this is all happening outside of you, and you're just kind of... This is yeah. No, I yeah. Keep going. I just sometimes I feel like there's like a disassociation, right? Like sometimes I feel like disconnected. Yeah, like I can't relate to these people. Sometimes I feel like there's a whole thing happening around me, and I'm not privy to it. I okay. I've noticed that with certain people in my life. I'm not gonna say who, but there are certain people when they talk about like. It's mainly, you know what, dude, it's Instagram. It is, for sure. It's There are people, the way they talk about Instagram and the way they post on Instagram, or or even like on like Bumble or yeah. Tinder or something, the way like they build their profiles to like direct people to their Instagram, and you, or just like being on the street and you see people taking, there's just like something about that where I'm like, am I supposed to, I have no, like if I'm going somewhere, like the yeah. last thing I want to do is take out my phone and like take a picture of some bullshit. No, dude, it's so fucking infuriating. And like also people like hashtagging things, like hashtag dude. this. Like someone I saw, they're like hashtag, hashtag ramen. I'm like, is someone fucking going through like searching hashtag? Let's see some ramen yeah, pictures. Dude. What's good in the ramen world yeah, today, dude? No one is doing oh, that. Dude. This this looks like good ramen. I'm gonna follow this guy that ate ramen. Dude, what do you want from that? You dude? know what, man? For real, though, for real, Instagram's already figuring this out, and I think it's coming. Instagram is testing removing oh, likes. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, I think that they should remove likes and hashtags. Oh, you think? Because they didn't they? You heard that on Lee's podcast? Yeah, but yeah. I also just like I saw articles about it too. Like it's a big thing. Like yeah. Instagram's taking away like like, dude. Companies make money off likes. Influencers make money off like right. you're removing dude, the visibility of likes. Yes, the likes dude, are still there. Per, it's but inst- yeah, yeah. But here's the thing: is other people can't go through. That's a whole argument, right? It's like, right. oh, we'll take the likes away, and maybe young girls will stop killing themselves because they right. didn't get. First of all, if you kill yourself because you didn't get enough likes. Darwin is <laughs> we're good dude yeah, like dude. okay like, there's seven billion people yeah dude that's well, granted, fine they probably they probably had the trauma that that little boy did on the plane yeah though, that's you a know? good point point. and also a lot of people doing this are probably young teenagers who like don't you're just too emotional as a teenager yeah, you're not balanced and fair. that is sad yeah but also out. yeah i don't know something okay here's the thing if you're older than 20 
and you kill yourself because yeah, you didn't have enough likes. Yeah, man, that's kind of on you. And I'm sorry, but like, dude, that's you know what here, dude. I agree, but it's also on all of us because we set up a society that enabled this shit. Yeah, no, I mean, I take no responsibility. Yeah, that's we all got to take some responsibility, man. We're all culpable. You use Instagram. I do. But I don't give a shit who likes my stuff. I think I do to a small degree. And that's why I stopped. You never even post. I know. I stopped posting because of that reason. I realized that I liked when I would post something and I would sit and I would keep checking and wondering how many people liked it. And I was like, oh, that's a fucked up way of being a person. So I stopped posting. Okay. See, here's what I'm interested in. When I post something, I'm interested in seeing who likes it. See, but you care. That's the thing. Yeah, but I we get, care. I but I feel like it's here's why I think it's healthy. Okay, because I'm getting off on the fact that I'm imagining that person seeing it and being like, "Haha, that's great." That you feel happy that someone you like or respect saw something you posted and like and validated. And validated. Yeah, I think it's yeah. healthy though. We're, I feel like it's not healthy. I feel like we shouldn't be seeking as much validation for people as we are. But when people post, okay, so like when people post something, it's like, "Here I am at." this let's say some like the soho club like some bougie place really hard to get into yeah so when people take a picture there it's like fuck you yeah i'm it's, here it's telling me that i'm here and you're not yes when Feel i see shitty that, about your life exactly so when i see that i'm like i don't like it i'm not gonna like that i'm gonna be like dude that's crazy man that place is expensive as fuck dude. yeah i know you can't afford that i don't like it dude I, it you know what's even worse than that is the people who like post a picture of them like holding a Starbucks cup or like a new like a brand like when people give away uh, free advertising yuck. when you see someone like holding like a bottle of like I just found this new and they're not even getting paid that's the most infuriating but yeah. they're not getting paid for it like they're these companies are so fucking smart dude when Instagram came out they're like let's just make cool labels so people will want to post pictures of it and they yeah. post it free advertising done done it's so gross dude but like I, the the whole main point though is that like dude in this city in particular the amount of people on the side so- like dude i saw a lady just today i forgot about it that's how common it is yeah. I saw a lady almost get hit by a car because she walked in in the middle of the street on her phone like looking at it i watched her it was sunset dude it was sunset fucking boulevard next to was the she, comedy like, store instagram live or something she was just looking at her phone uh, Sunset Boulevard, the most fucking congested place. It's yeah. six o'clock. And she walked down the street and I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. It's great. That's the thing that makes me feel like an observer. I'm like, is yeah. this like, why are, and like, I know that, that, okay. Thinking that you're an observer definitely comes off as pretentious. I get that. No, I, I, I think I'm better than everyone else. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I think I'm better than a lot of people. And if I were to say, I, I didn't, for sure I'd be think lying. I'm better than some people. Okay. Yeah. But. The bottom line is like that thing. And then the other thought that pairs with that is this idea that sometimes I'm like, man, dude, this whole planet, we are all just like in our own little worlds. Like we all build these worlds around us. Like I think about like I every Monday I go, I sign up at the comedy store to get on like that open mic. I never get on, dude. I go, I live close to it so I can go up there, sign up. No harm, no foul. If I don't get on, I just go on. But like, I wonder, dude, people drive by the comedy store and they see on a Monday, 150 comics look lined up down the block to yeah. sign up for this thing. And I wonder if they look at that and be like, what the fuck is that? Like, to us, it's like such a big deal. It's like a comedian. Like, right. the chan- just the chance 
to perform at the comedy store is such a big deal. Yeah. You know? But, like, someone driving by, they don't even fucking know what's going on. Right. It's something that's, like, so important to me that means nothing to so many other people. And then I think about that. I'm like, dude, i put it to you this way. I always, my whole life, have made fun of people who waited in line outside of clubs to get in. Sure. And I'm someone who waits in line outside of the comedy store for the chance to, like, go in there and perform. That's so... I'm the same person. Yeah, that's fair. To we, everyone, there's a... You're like, what a psycho. And you're like, no, this we is what build, I like. Dude, we build, like, these worlds to, like, exist in. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, we all have our own... The Instagram people, like, that's their world, dude. They no. just want to be, like, involved with brands and make money. I have a rebuttal. Rebut it, dude, because it makes me not want to be yeah, a person feel when I think about, about that, dude. Okay. So here's the difference. People lining up to see Star Wars, people lining up to go to an open mic or something like that. Those people, they're they're not doing it for anyone else but themselves. They're like, I'm going to wait here for an hour so maybe I can get up and do comedy because that's what I want to do. This is entirely my own decision and yeah. something I'm doing with my time. But when people are like waiting in line for a Supreme shirt so yeah. that they can take a picture with it on and other people will see it. That's when you're doing shit for other people. When you don't even want yeah, the Supreme I, shirt. I guess there's no way to know. Because there are people who wait in line at Supreme and they're just like, they love like fashion or they're into it. And that's just like what they like. They don't, they don't, I, first of all, I find this really hard to believe. But there's got to be some of them who don't post anything about it. They just buy the Supreme shirts because they like them. No. Now nah, you're probably right. No, Those dude. people don't exist. That's the whole thing. It's the brand. The whole thing. The brand is the thing. Yeah. You're right. You're absolutely right. But, like, I guess the, the bigger point I was making is it's not, it's less to, like, I'm not saying it's sad, like, the idea of, like, everybody has their individual world. I'm saying it makes, it makes me feel, like, small sometimes. And it may, it's, like, a reminder sometimes of how insignificant these things we build up are. I get so yeah. worked up about, like, have I done, like, this many open mics? And I feel bad if I don't go, like, sign up for this one. Right. I'm like, dude, we're, like, it's such a small, small thing like yeah. don't freak out about it that's that was actually something this is gonna be a long episode but that was something i came to the realization of was i am like i have my own life and this is entirely my own world that i choose to do stuff in because nobody else is watching me so anything i do like nothing matters so i had to make the decision like what do i actually enjoy what is where am i having fun yeah. Because this life, I have what I have. It's either really long or either really short. Either way, I got to fill it with things that I'm actually like when I'm doing. I'm like, yeah, this is good. I feel good. Yeah. You know, but that's like what we dude. That's the that's all you can do, though. Literally, all you can do in life is to try to spend as much time doing. Try to spend as much of your time as you can doing shit that you like. Yeah. And it can change. Like for 10 years, it could be one thing. And then. For 10 years, you could be, like, an amateur pilot, right? Right. That's what you love. You just, every every chance you get, you want to get up there. I don't know how pilots Dude, I'm so envious of some of those people. Get some of that chop. Yeah, dude. Just get some, catch some wind, dude. But then, you, then one day you can be like, I don't, I don't know. This is weird. I don't feel the same. Sometimes right. you realize you're like, I don't feel the same way about this. Exactly. Anymore. But that's not, like, a bad thing. It just no. means that you're, like, growing as a person. And you enjoyed it for the time being. Because there's nothing worse than the person who's doing it because they feel like they're obligated to. Yeah. That in my world, 
it's stand-up, right? Yeah. There's nothing worse than going up there and seeing the comic who clearly right. doesn't give a fuck, has nothing to say, doesn't stand for anything. Right. And they're just going through the motions, because that's all I know. It's like a scary thing to think about, dude, yeah. especially comedy, dude, because you see people who are like, we talked about this, dude. What age are you going to quit your dreams? Sometimes I see people at like 45, 50, and first of all like who the fuck am i to judge right who am yeah. i to just assume something about someone's life but when you see enough stand-up you know when people are phoning it in and when to see like a like a 50 year old do that yeah <coughs> i would so much rather see a 50 year old comic go up there and eat shit but clearly have an amazing time yeah they're like i'm doing this because i i've always wanted to do stand-up I, i'm i'm just doing it i just want to do it that's like preserving that yeah. for as long as you can. That's like, that is the joy of life, right? Right. Is to try to keep that as long as you can. And in, at a certain point, if you get to the point where you're like, dude, I'm just doing this to fulfill this idea of myself that either I built or other people built around yeah. me, you're not living a life anymore. You're just no. a, you're, you're nothing. You're just, you're like an invisible fulfilling person. Fulfilling your own yeah. idea of who you are and what yeah. other people's. It's the You're letting the inmates yeah. run the prison, dude. Yeah. It's a sunk cost fallacy, man. You can't do that, man. No. And, like, the thing that sucks is all the pressures that go around stuff like that. Yeah. You know? Whether you're, like, trying to write scripts or be a comic. Like, I feel like everyone who does that, like, in the pursuit of trying to do something creative, sometimes I get this feeling where I'm like, dude, like, when is it ever going to be enough? Like, right. when am I ever going to feel like yeah. I, like, worked hard enough to, like, not feel guilty about not going to an open mic tonight. Not feel guilty about like doing two sets a nice set of three. Like, okay. is that ever gonna fucking go away? I okay. So I used to obviously I used to feel like that too a lot. Like the oh, did I go to this open mic? How many nights did I get up this week? Now I'm like, this is what I'm saying, dude. Because last week you asked me when do you when at what age when do you, you quit your dreams? your dreams? And I told you I already gave up on my dreams because I refuse to feel guilty about that stuff because I'll think. Oh, let's say I want to write a sketch, right? Yeah. I'm like, oh, I haven't, I haven't done a sketch in a long time. Then I'm like, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to. I've, I'm like, I'm just not feeling it. I don't feel bad. I'm just like, I don't <laughs> care. I just, I have no interest. I'll watch Cash Cab. I, granted, I do have a little bit of guilt because I want to do productive stuff. I want to learn. Yeah. But like, I haven't written a script. I watched a lot of Cash Cab yesterday. Granted, I was yeah. doing something else while I was doing it, but... Yeah, I I'm like I refuse to feel guilty about not doing something I don't want to do. Yeah, I guess the real trick, the tricky part is when you feel guilty. Like you're not going through the motions, but you feel like sometimes you're like um, you put so much time into something because you like it. Yeah, and you know that like to really make it to flesh it out to be like the highest version of that thing that you right. can be. Like if you're a painter and you paint like religiously like every day and that's what you love to do eventually you start feeling guilty you're like dude i gotta i gotta take steps to like go to the next level like i right. love painting i'm committed now i gotta like figure out how to get in a gallery or sell my stuff like that's when you get to that point and with comics i feel like the point you reach is you're like i love stand-up i do mics and stuff like that and then eventually you're like okay but now i gotta work hard to like grow like to get to the next level dude who says you have to grow though if you enjoy if you're like 
I want to, if you're like, you know what, I'm bored by this, but I want to get better. Mm-hmm. If you're thinking, I'm going to enjoy the experience of growing, but if that's going to be painstaking for you. Everybody's different. Like if you're, I'm just talking about comedy because that's the only thing I can relate sure, to in that world. Yeah. But like, there's two types of people, right? There's people who want to get, be a famous stand-up for fame's sake, you know, yeah. and rightfully so, like, it's an easy job. It's fun. Like right. you can make a life for yourself doing Validating, that. Validating. Yeah. But then there's also people who want to be famous and do big rooms because they're like, "Oh, dude, I want to just keep getting better." Right. You know what I mean? And I think eventually you have to like ask yourself that question. Those are the people that stick around. The people that are like, "I don't really care what I'm doing. This is what I love day in day out. I'm into it. This yeah. is this is what I do." Yeah. And that was not me in comedy. For yeah. sure. Yeah. A hundred percent. Well, then that's, you did the noble thing then, dude. Yeah. I would say two. I mean, having done it for two years, it got off easy. But the other thing too, is that like literally dude in this city tomorrow, you can be like, you know what? I want to do like a set and yeah. you can just go do it. And, and there's no strings attached. Yeah. You can just do it and exist on your own time. Yeah. That's, I think the thing we just get so caught up sometimes feeling like we got to just do. And yeah. it's, it's because we, I feel like it's just because we get on Instagram and compare ourselves. Yeah. And be like, man, look at this comic. Oh, look at all these mics he did tonight. But you didn't see that dude. I didn't post a picture of him watching Cash Cab all day. You shouldn't see it. He was. But he was. He was. And he was jerking off, too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know he did. He wasted a lot of time. And there was probably a lot of bad open mics he went to, too. And And didn't post anything about it. Yeah, he's probably saying, oh, I did this mic. I did this mic. You go to those mics. Probably bad mics. Yeah. They just put it the best light possible and make you feel like you ain't doing shit. But also, I watched Cash Cab all day. I didn't do shit. And I don't feel bad about it. Yeah. I lived the life I was meant to live. Do what you, do what you gotta do, man. Yeah, man. I'm watching Cash Cab tonight. Dude, I'm not, I might start watching Cash Cab now you mention that. It's a that great... show's fucked up, though, because the first question's easy, and then the second question's like physics or some shit like that. No, they got $50 questions pretty easy, but then when you get to the $200 questions, they get pretty intense. I felt, my point is, I felt like they really jacked it up at a certain point. Like, you're coasting and having fun, and then you're like, okay, you're about to leave this cab because this is an insane question. If you have a long ride, your odds are pretty low. If you're The only way you're actually going to make a ton of money is if you have a large group of very smart people and you have a long way to go. But if you're a bunch of dummies, you better be only going a few blocks. Yeah, but then if you get that big group, you got to split all that money. That's the thing. That's when I've noticed people do double down on the video bonus question at the end. Mm-hmm. If they have a large group and they know like, oh, it's only a couple hundred bucks between all of us. So fuck it. Fuck Let's it. do it. That's when, and then they're also, we have like a lot of minds here, a lot of, a lot of resources to collaborate with. That's when they go for it. Yeah. This episode is done, dude. Yeah, it is. Yeah, dude. That's how you know an episode's done when we start talking about <laughs> yeah, dude. cash cap theory. I feel like we channeled all of our energy from the conversation into a very hey, serious dude, episode. Is, listen, dude, if there's anything to take away from this conversation, uh, don't do shit you don't want to do. Simple as that. Don't fucking do it. Yeah. That's bad advice. I know. Because people will become sociopaths. I've said that too. I've said those exact words that have come out of my mouth. And then I've been like, oh no, that's terrible. That's terrible advice. Yeah. I don't know. Figure it the fuck out. That's my advice. Yeah. It wasn't, it's not easy for anyone else. I've got it. What about this? If you find yourself doing something you don't want to do, ask yourself why you're doing it then. 
And also ask yourself why you don't want to do it. Good call. Yeah. Let's wrap this up, dude. Till next week. Till next week. All right. Peace.